My name is Adrienne Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back. You guys, literally, I was just sitting here like, how do I even intro my podcast? I forgot how to even podcast. So that's fun. Um, Hi, welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. I'm Adrienne Finch, obviously. And I have with me Kenzie Elizabeth. Finally, I'm so happy that you're here. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. um, Yeah. So if you guys didn't know, we did, we did, well, we did a pod swap, but not it didn't really work out that way. We recorded an episode yeah. over on her podcast, the I Love You So Much podcast, a while ago now, and I've been wanting to get you in here. So I'm glad we're finally doing it. It's yeah. been a bit. But, and I caught you right in time because yeah. you are not going to be here much longer. Well, I'll still be here. Like, I'm keeping my place in LA, but I'll just yes. be in Texas mainly. Okay. So, guys, yeah. for context, Kenzie, you obviously, I'm sure, know who she is. She is a YouTuber. She has a podcast. She does all things lifestyle. You talk a lot about days in your life weeks in your life college and I know you have you're not you finished your college program correct okay so the college program I did was part internship for two years and the rest is online oh yeah so I'm done with the internship part I graduate online in like a few months okay so you're still finishing that up yeah so I obviously I feel like I've known you for like a couple years but I feel like I've only seen you a handful of times which is weird I'm like yeah I've known you for a while but have I I don't know (laughs) um But yeah, so, you know, she's all over the interwebs and especially like something I really wanted to bring you in and kind of talk about is first of all, just your life. Obviously, I think you're so interesting and you are someone who in my eyes is like so productive and successful and your business has just continued to grow. And, you know, I don't feel like I've seen you hit any points. Of course, there's always behind the scenes. I feel that way, but (laughs) thank you. (laughs) It's like from the outside perspective, and we all know like internet and reality is very different, but I've always been very just, and I've talked to other people about how I just feel like you are very productive and you have your goals. And maybe part of it is you keep, you have a very busy life. You were doing school, you're doing YouTube, you're doing your merch and your podcast and all these things. But I've just been so in awe of your ability to like really stick to what you're doing and just really follow through and be consistent. I think that's one of the biggest things we as YouTube creators and people like entrepreneurs need to do. And I feel like you've been amazing at that. So I wanted to bring you in. You also seem like very naturally just, you know, in tune with business and leadership and entrepreneurship. And obviously on this podcast, we talk a lot about that (laughs) kind of stuff. So this is great. But we also talk about fun lifestyle things sometimes. Um, and guys, I'll link her podcast down below because we did an episode over there. And it's just amazing. I've listened to so many of your episodes, by really? the way. Thank oh, yeah. you. No, I love it. You have such great guests. And like, I love that some of them are more like business driven and entrepreneurship. People who've like created <laughs> yeah, insane businesses. And some are like, it's more fun and just lifestyle laid back. Do you want to hear who I'm trying to get on right now? Yes. So I'm really trying to branch out. It's lifestyle. So I think I do have a wide variety of guests. My goal this year is to make it wider. So mm-hmm. I, we already talked about this, but I'm yeah. so obsessed with Scandal, mm-hmm. and oh. I'm so obsessed with Olivia Pope. There's a real-life yeah. Olivia Pope. Her name is Judy Smith, oh and she gosh. helped Shonda Rhimes write Scandal. Oh. So I'm selling my soul. Like, I will fly to D.C. I will do 
any I will pay her at this yeah. point. Like yeah. I will do anything I can to, to get, get her, her on, on my podcast. That so. would be incredible. Wouldn't that be the coolest yes. thing ever? She's literally the biggest boss. She was on the Bush administration. She co- she worked on the Monica Lewinsky case. Wow. She's like an entrepreneur. She's worth like eighty million dollars. Kenzie, I feel best. like you can do it. I I'm feel, trying so hard. She doesn't have an email, only a contact uh, on the website. That's so tough. I'm trying so and hard. And she's probably a busy woman. Yeah, she's not but, active on socials. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? I have this weird feeling because I feel like that's so aligned. I feel like you're obsessed with the show and she would it makes a lot of sense. Like she'd she has be a, a great a book guest. coming out this year. So that's Ooh, my so that's she, my that's, driving force behind yeah. it. Like oh, she could on, promo her book. We need a promo, you know. Yeah. That I would be curious to hear what happens with that because yeah. I, that's something I definitely need to do more of is like just be ruthless with the reaching out. Like just really ask like aim high. There's no there's what's the worst that's going to happen? Someone says no or doesn't respond. Yeah. And I think I think we talked about that on your podcast actually. How I'm like, yeah, I haven't. I just don't reach out to enough people. And you're like, just I'm do kind it. of the same way too, though. Like, I maybe I was like, I, I'm so someone who I have a lot of friends that are like in spaces that I never post with. Like, no one would even know that we're right. friends, and I would never ask them. But yeah. there's like certain people I feel more comfortable with, especially if they're in like the digital side right. of things. Right. But okay, sis, podcast. They're the best about reaching out and getting really? guests and stuff they literally started like they didn't have a following before or anything like that and they had the, they've had like heather mcmahon on their podcast yeah wow yeah do you think i mean okay part of it i i always heard this throughout college with just networking 101 i've always heard like people who are in the position to help younger less experienced people want to do that more than you think like they want to help you more than we like we think of them as these busy crazy successful ceos and and they are but it's like Nine times out of ten, people are, like, willing to help, mm-hmm. and I feel like I don't think about that enough. I had a woman on my podcast, Courtney Baker. She's actually now, like, my business coach, but when I first got her, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this woman, she's created this, like, multi-million dollar huge business, and she's done all these things. She coaches now women on starting and scaling service-based businesses, and, like, she was like, yeah, I'll be on your pod, and then once she was on my podcast, she was like, I think we should work together. Like, I want to help you succeed and like have an online business that makes more revenue and I was like whoa you want to help me like you're kidding me so I feel like yeah yeah, it's all about just reaching out they're a lot more down to help than you think that exactly that's what I'm learning and I think people get really intimidated and actually this goes for like anyone out there with networking with cold calling reaching out like just do it because the worst that happens is someone says no or doesn't respond but people are more down than you think Mm mm-hmm I know someone, too, who has a podcast who has, like, these insane guests. And I asked him, like, what's your secret? And he's like, literally just ask. That's yeah. my secret. That's, like, that's okay. literally That's – it really is that easy. Mm-hmm. But sending emails, like, at the beginning of the year, I made – I'm really into my spreadsheets this yeah. year, which I actually Love hate. That. All that stuff. Like, I'm not yeah. – I'm not administrative. I'm very organized, but I'm not super administrative. And I made a list of, like, 40 people I want on, and I emailed every single one of them, and it's color-coded. It's, like, wow. emailed. Like, I yeah, have, like, status. they've answered. We've recorded. It's live. Like, wow. things like that. And even now, it's, like, the end of January as we're recording this, and I'm still, like, last night, one of them responded, and I emailed them a month ago. Like, yeah. And it's people that I forgot. Like, I've gotten, like, the craziest guests. I will say a lot of it is through my network yeah. and, like, my relationships there, but yeah. also – even then, I'm like, I can't believe that you, like, you want to, like, sit here and yeah, come no, in, for sure. you know? You're like, what? Yeah. Well, also, that kind of reminds me, everything, I say this a lot, like, things are always compoundable, meaning, like, if you put in the effort to send all those emails in one day, you're you're going to forget that you even did that. But those things, there is always going to be a payoff, even if it's not in the way that you think. There will always be an effect. Every cause has an effect. So you email all these people. 
Two months later, someone responds or a year later, someone remembers, oh, this girl like had this podcast. I wonder where it's where it is mm-hmm. now. Like only and we don't even remember the the things, the seeds that we planted at the start. And I yeah. think it's just crazy to see like all of that effort. I always like to think of all the effort as like never wasted. It's it's always going to bring something, even if it's not like what you expect. But that's awesome. I'm super into spreadsheets, and but I'm like yeah. not organized in my other life. I feel like you and I would make like one whole person because yeah, yeah. I'm like I use this thing called Airtable for my like tracking of podcast things, and you can literally click a tab that's like recorded, ready to go. This oh, that. I didn't and do it's, that. I'm gonna show you it because yeah, I would love that. It's so helpful. It organizes all the content. It's amazing. But well, good. I'm glad your podcast is going well. <laughs> I love your podcast. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, you just made a major life change, sort of. Yeah. And we don't need to get fully into it because, guys, she made a whole video about this. But want to tell us your crazy news? And also, when did you move to L.A.? First okay. of all. So I moved to L.A. four and a half years ago. Okay, so July, yeah. I think that's, what is that, July of 2016? 20, yes. Yeah. 20, yeah. No, no 15, it 2015. 15. It was 15 because I graduated in 2016. So I was 17 when I moved here. Wow. Like I, one of the, I don't even remember coming to these offices and stuff or yeah. like the studio like forever ago. Um, yeah, you were young. I was young, but I graduated early mm-hmm. and I was going to go to school here. So it was like. Yes, I graduated young and I was really independent, so it like kind of made more sense. But it really made more sense school-wise because I gained residency. So what people don't realize is that oh. the school that I went to originally, it was a thousand in-state and eighteen thousand out-of-state. So I actually saved so much money. That's smart by moving here and then getting to work and all that. Yeah, stuff. so that's really smart. I like uh, my life here ended up being so different than I imagined, but like in the best way possible. Yeah. like it ended up so much better. But yeah, I'm from Dallas. I'm from Texas originally. I. Honestly, even a few months ago, I was like, I'll live in LA for the rest of my life. Really? I just like, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, there's also, there's more stuff happening in Dallas that I can't like, it's not my thing to share kind of thing, but that is the main reason, which eventually will like make more sense. I like hate, but it's not my thing. You know what I mean? Don't you guys love when YouTubers and people online are like, like, I have a thing that I can't tell you about, but it's like, that's true though. And you want to talk about it, but you can't. No, I I understand. It has nothing, like it isn't my thing. Right, exactly. It's not even in your control. So whatever. So. Anyways, I've always been, like, I kind of do want a house in Texas. My dad's really into, like, kind of, like, I don't know. My dad's just, like, very leadership business savvy. That's Mm -hmm. where I get it from. Yeah. And very savvy with, like, properties and stuff like that. So that was a big help. But I was, like, okay, I know that I'm, like, I know that I know that I know I'm supposed to be in Dallas. But I want, I'm keeping my place here. Right. So... I got a townhouse in Dallas and then I'm keeping my place in LA and then I'll just come out here. Like I'm still recording my podcast pretty much fully in LA. Okay. I want to start traveling to guests though. Like I'll mm-hmm. no, I don't record virtually because like I don't do well on those. I feel that it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's like way harder. And I feel like, I don't know. I just like, it freaks me out because I feel like I'm like talking over them but I can't tell. And I, I know. probably am. Oh my God. Know, so. Want to hear the stupidest thing I recorded one time over Skype? And I had, she actually had a microphone. So I was like, ooh, can you also record your audio? And that way, like, both of our audio will sound good instead of it being the call. And then my stupid mic was not plugged in. So no. her audio was flawless. And m- mine was, like, fine. But oh, it just sat, still, okay. it was, like, the normal kind of, like, but it was, like, my laptop mic, which was just less good. But I was like, that's funny. Anyway, I feel you there. I think, no, I think it's so important and great to do, especially if you, like, kind of have to do it that right. way. Especially for people who, like, I'm just a lot more free now. I can travel. Yeah. So, and it like, would be cool to why. meet them in person. Yeah. And really. Yeah. And it's just like travel. And it's yeah. Kind of like it's right an excuse to travel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, and we have a studio in New York too, which makes it easier. Oh, yeah. Okay. But with that being said, I got a place in Dallas. 
in i leave this weekend for like the month but then i'm back i'm back here all the time anyway yeah. so like i keep telling my friends here i'm like it's really not going to be that big of a difference to you right. because like you may not, not even see someone in four months exactly like, here. like la life it's so oh my God. different i say that all the time i have this really good friend from college who lives here and then i have my best friend from like since preschool who lives in san francisco i literally see mm-hmm. my san francisco friend more often than i see my la friend and yeah that, i that's what made like one of my other friends moved and i was like sad but then i was like wait i'm not that sad because i feel like i'll literally see you the same amount <laughs> or sometimes more or more yeah because like, you like, have to force yourself not force yourself you have to you have really to plan yeah you have to be more intentional yeah that's awesome so I'm do you really think excited. do you also think so in terms of like your busy life and being productive and everything do you find that when you have more going on or you're more busy or i guess in this case you're forced to kind of travel back do you think that that also makes you have a tighter schedule and be more productive or yes. do you feel like you're kind of spontaneous in that regard i think the more that i have to do the more productive i am yeah which i don't mean like obviously i'm gonna have to do more i just mean i work better i'm yeah. more efficient when i have more stuff um i also like everyone always says the same thing you're saying to me and like i really just like I've never known a life different than this. Yeah. I would just like, I was literally born this doing yeah, this. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like, I would go, we've been talking about this lately, but I would go to Starbucks with my dad, like my entire childhood, back when Starbucks had like Wi Fi cards and you had to have oh, like, the, yeah. I had, like a green wristlet thing with my Wi Fi card. And I thought it was so <laughs> cool. And I would go with my little laptop and like work with my dad. I have no idea what I was doing, but I was doing stuff like that young. Yeah. So I don't like, I'm very I'm really good with time management that's when the one thing that's I think what yeah. probably it is that's standing out to me too because I feel like I work the best when there's a lot going on because it forces me to manage my time yes. better it's like if I have a day where I know I have however many tasks to accomplish but they're not necessarily a meeting or a call or something like at a specific time on mm-hmm. the calendar where I'm someone else is relying on me or whatever that's when I have trouble is and not even because I'm lazy or procrastinating. I just don't even know all the time how to like formulate my own schedule. And then if something goes behind, like what do I do? It's like when I have appointments, like like this today is going to be, I already know, very productive day. Like I woke up, I was going to have my workout class. I ended up actually skipping it, but that's another story because um, I've been sick. <laughs> but normally it would have been like my 5 a.m. workout class and then I'm preparing for my call at 7. I had a call from 7 to 8.30. I get ready for this. I leave at 9.30. I'm here. I'm recording. It's like very structured. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like because my time windows are smaller, I'm like more productive. Um, So maybe, I mean, yeah, it sounds like time management for you is just not. Well, how do you manage your days where you don't have like appointments, but you just have to get things done? So the biggest thing for me is I have to get out of my house in the morning and I'm so big on working out. I also Mm -hmm. have awful anxiety, which I think is another factor as to why I don't think it's that bad anymore, but it's a factor as to like what's made me so like because it makes me feel better. Okay. But I think in working out helps it a lot. Mm -hmm. So I will work out right now. I'm doing a 6 a.m. training and then 7 a.m. Pilates and then I'm done by eight. Mm -hmm. So that helps me so much because I work from home. Like I work for myself unless I'm in the studio which I am a few days a week, but still like something about when you work from home, getting out in the morning, even it doesn't have to be a workout, like even walking to a coffee shop or just I going somewhere. so much it, with I that. I don't know what it is, but it helps so much. You know, I think until this moment, I didn't realize that that was the part that's helping because I always go work out at this gym that I go to that Face I talk camp, about way yeah. too much. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I literally can't stop. <laughs> that's me actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about that. We're obsessed. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's okay. like a drug. It's cool. <laughs> don't worry. Um, But I think until this moment, I don't think I realized actually that I think it's the act of me having to go somewhere and then I come back and I'm like okay versus like getting out of bed and let's be honest do I change out of my pajamas no like I wear sweats but like so if I get out 
and I'm working out and then I have to shower and like put on clothes. I feel like that resets. I'm like ready yes. for the day. That's interesting. Thing. If I don't work out in the morning, I make sure I change. It's honestly just in the sweats if okay. I'm working from home. I will not wear that, jeans working from home. No, like I'm not that same. person. I won't. But it's something about getting up, getting ready. Like I don't really wear like a full face of makeup or like really makeup honestly on yeah. a day to day basis. So I'll same. put on like my I I do like the glossy I like no makeup mm-hmm. look. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's I know not exactly a makeup look, mean. but like something very, very natural. Even like brushing on my eyebrows, like that sounds so stupid, but really small things like that. Like when you're at home doing your own yeah. thing. I think that's so, it, it sounds whatever way, but I actually think that that's so valuable because I think when you work from home, because I feel this too, it's like you have to separate your relaxing home bed, yes. cozy, even if like. For me, if my room is a little bit messy, then it's like I don't feel like I'm like starting my work day. That sounds so weird, but no, it's like I'm the same way. It's crazy. Yeah. Like you have to switch from your like relaxing environment to how can I transition this into my work environment all of a sudden? And I've read like so many random posts being like, yeah, you know, for us to do that, we like spray an air freshener in the room and like dim the lights. And it's like all of a sudden it's your relaxing home versus yeah. like your working home. Yeah, it's very weird to that whole just balance, I think, of working from home and yep. getting things done. It's crazy. I also have an office, which I know you do too, in my house. To be really honest with you, my office is so big. I work more often at my kitchen table now than I work in my office. In my office in Texas, I just want a conference table. I don't want a desk because I work at big tables. I don't work... And like a desk environment. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday I made myself because I'm like, I pay so much for to yeah, have this space. Let me use it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I really honestly like I don't use it. And like I have a whole like a full couch seating area. Like it's a yeah. big office. And I go nine times out of ten to like my breakfast nook area, yeah. which I don't love that I do that. But something about that, like it's made me learn like, okay, I work better. Like you need a big at this. Table. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I need to get like a conference table yeah. or something. I think know? I'm that way too, except that then I get anxiety about having my stuff everywhere when my roommates are because I have mm-hmm. roommates and I feel like in my office, I'm like, okay, I can spread like this is my table. I can put things all over this. Yeah. And be fine. No, that makes more sense. I don't know why I'm like this. No, but, but no, yeah. but I mean, but I feel you because I also think part of it probably has to do with just switching up your environment. Like, I know that I'll be super amped on working in my office and I'll, like, with my monitor and it's, like, amazing and I feel productive. But then, like, after a couple days, I'll need to switch it up and go sit downstairs because I just just feel like I need that. Mm -hmm. But that's also what I like about having the type of space that I do is, like, having those options. I remember before I lived in this current place, it was, like, cabin fever every single day. Uh I had, like, one table I could sit at. And it was dark and it was just like I was not switching my environment at all. It's crazy how humans just need all these like stimuli to just function. Yeah, a lot of lighting is a mm -hmm. big thing, actually. Like environment just needs to be really. Yeah. Okay. well, to pivot into I want to talk about a couple things. One. So we're on the topic of productivity and kind of time management, that kind of thing. I do want to hear from you, like because I feel like you've had a pretty steady um well, also, congrats on the move, and and I know you'll be back. So now I'm like less, I'm less yeah. freaked out about it. But um, it's, it's easier than it's <laughs> easier. Yeah. yeah, no, that's really exciting. Um, so I know we we kind of touch on this, but I know from the outside, it can always look like someone's you know life and business and everything is just running so smoothly and everything's fine and you're just progressing and no road bumps. But let's be honest, that's never completely accurate. And I want, I would be curious to hear like with the progression of kind of how you've built your YouTube channel and having your audience and also incorporating in like your podcast and your merch and 
Like, did you have kind of a strategy for this or is it kind of just as you're ready to take something else on? And then also, has that, have, have you ever questioned, like, what the heck am I doing? Is this the right thing? I'm not liking this. Like, what has gone wrong? I just want to expose you right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but really, I like to hear, like, you know, it's nice to relate, especially for people listening, like, for them to know, like, I'm not trying to put you on the spot and say, what's gone wrong in your life? But it's like... No, it's important you, to talk about. Yeah, yeah. and also just... like what you're doing is so great and you're you are so successful in what you're doing now so I I just want to hear what was that journey like I guess first off thank you um (laughs) I think it's not even necessarily like failing it's more so like I was never the person who blew up overnight right like my stuff has been like slow and steady you know like no it has yeah and that's valuable though yeah and I'm like I mean I think it's I think there's pros and cons to both, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I like it's fine for me. I truly am could not be less affected by numbers. Yeah, I've always been that way. I don't know why I can't give an answer other than like I don't find my identity in like my job in the yeah. slightest. I think at one point I've talked about this, but I definitely found like more of my identity in my work ethic and how hard I was working. So I was crazy and then yeah. I like stepped back and that was school helped me so much with that because mm-hmm. I had like another life. Right. So I think it's not necessarily something that will like drive me absolutely insane with that being said like i'm not like i'm not an alien like numbers do matter in our job Mm -hmm. but not necessarily i think that the community that you're like building matters a lot more than like numbers on a screen so i'm way more proud of like my facebook group that has five thousand i mean i think it has more than that now but like five thousand people in Mm -hmm. it then like my youtube i mean not really more proud but like i love the facebook group that has five thousand people in it because people are so engaged people are meeting each other it's the right five thousand people exactly it's so great and then uh, what was i gonna say there was something like how wait what was the question i'm like Um, totally blanking uh, well i asked like a million things because i rambled oh starting and then going yeah 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 so I am glad that I started my podcast when I did because I got into my network at the right time and they developed the show. Yeah. But I had wanted to start a podcast for like a year and a half before that. I just had like the wrong representation that was like very don't do it whatever podcasts aren't going to do anything. And I'm like (gasps) literally now I'm like what an idiot. And then also he was just like you don't have the numbers for it. And I was like you're like honestly screw you. Well now my podcast like it doesn't do better than my YouTube channel but like I would kind of say it does. I think my podcast is going to be bigger than my channel yeah. ever has been. Well, I hope that, honestly, for me as well. I'm kind of trying to transition my channel to be more like these types of topics, mm-hmm. too. But, I mean, no, good for you for, like, doing it. I also think anyone who says that's an idiot because podcasting, like, has, yes, been around for a while. But I feel like it's just now really, really hitting oh, our market. really taking off. Yeah, like, yeah. the people who are watching our videos and have been for five years or however long are, like, listening to podcasts now. And yeah. I feel like they weren't for a long time. And, like... I feel like you did start at the exact right time. Yeah, so it ended up working out. But I think I've been on YouTube since 2012. So like eight years at this point. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think I've been on since 2013 and 2014. But my channel was open in 2012, which is just like the account. So I don't know. That was me. Mine was like 2010. But really, I didn't post till 2015. So I'm like. Yeah, I need to like actually see what my (laughs) first video was. But it's kind of just been like slow and steady wins the race with that being said like my channel has not grown much in the past like it's starting to grow again now but it didn't grow for like two years like that which i was also fine with because i had the community like it wasn't it doesn't matter how many how 
Yeah, the growth doesn't matter as much when you realize that the people, when you have that baseline that can grow, it's like, well, those are the important people. Like, I'd rather have half the subscriber count knowing that those people really care. Yes. Yeah. And they're more engaged. And from a community aspect, like human to human, like what I actually care about when I'm doing this stuff, that's what matters the most to me. But then you go to like a business perspective and those are the people who are going to buy product from you. And those are the people who are going to go to the shows. Right. Like all that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think as far as kind of like transitioning to other things, it's just been like, it's it's not extremely, extremely strategic. It's just been like what makes sense at the time. Yeah. I'm not a super big person on like a five-year plan. Yeah. I used to be like, this is what I want. And at this time, I'm going to do this and this and this. And like, I'm really into vision. And I think vision's mm-hmm. really important. And you need to have a clear vision right. and goals. Like, I'm so for that. But I'm really open to life like going a different way because every time it's gone a different way it's only been better yeah yeah so like i'm fine with that um but i think it's just kind of been like what makes sense at the time yeah and what also lauren bostick always talks about this but she's like you have to go where the attention's going so like i'm not a tiktoker but like tiktok is big right now and so people are going on that before and it like she's like you just go where the attention is going and then you're fine you know interesting yeah i have always wondered about that because I've heard multiple things. Like, people say different things. Some people say less is more. Like, you don't need to jump on every little platform and yeah. everything. But then other people are like, but when something's big, like, you're stupid not to capitalize on it. I get both sides, though. Yeah, me you too. Know? I do. I do. Because I think if you're trying to spread yourself so thin and be everywhere and be, like, strategically doing things mm-hmm. everywhere, that's too much. You can't. You no. can't. And you're not, like, really laser focusing on really, you know, being an expert on one but I also agree when, you know, when something is he- like obviously TikTok is huge right now and probably will be for a little while. And it is interesting to think like, OK, that could be an opportunity like to maybe not miss and yeah. tr- trying to weigh like those. Are you doing that whole thing? No, I feel so awkward on TikTok. Yeah. Like, it's just not my thing. I asked my manager, I was like, how important is it? And she was just like, I mean, the fact that you asked how important is it? like you don't have to do it. Yeah. But I was just kind of like. I don't know. I, I was more so asking from a business side of like, is this really going to last? Right. Like, what is this going to yeah. be? Which my best friend Dom has been, she's so into like cringy humor. Yeah. So she watches like the really cringe TikToks and has for the past two years. Like she's been watching TikTok. She's, been she's like, TikTok's going to be the next TikTok big thing. Fan. And we were all like, literally Dom, no, it's not. And like, here it is. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Yeah. But like I saw Lauren, for instance, did a TikTok and it was like, when she got her hair done and then it was um like some other things so i'm like a room tour i could do things like that my sister's also a hairstylist and so i was like honestly like she doesn't have a social media presence so i was like maybe try tiktok and like see what happens with that yeah i think sometimes i just need to throw spaghetti at a wall not overanalyze it because i think sometimes i'm like oh well now i need a content strategy it's like no just do anything or Mm -hmm. just don't that's kind of where i've been i'm like if i think too hard about it then i just won't do anything yes so i either need to just do something or just you're not going to take any action. Do you have a Facebook group for this podcast? I do. Okay, it's okay. very, I do have a group. I was going to ask, like, I think I definitely don't utilize, I don't, I'm not present in it enough. I'm not pushing it enough. Guys, I have a Facebook group. The if Facebook you want to sign is up, the best link thing below. I've ever done. Like, yeah, no, that's, I definitely want to like push that more because it just really makes it more intimate, mm-hmm. more of an intimate conversation. And every time I talk about it, people go join. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would I definitely need more of kind of a not a strategy because I hate thinking of it it even as a strategy but just like I need to be more present there I need to get more people engaged over there because I think that'll be good I'm also I'm like working on building some like mini courses that'll be like live like a live two hour like I'm teaching you three things to get this result or whatever Mm -hmm. those because I think people are really 
people are interested in learning, obviously, business things, entrepreneurship, marketing, productivity, anything. And so I've been working on that. And I also think a Facebook group would probably help with really starting to preview that to people and starting. Guys, actually, I meant to say this before. I'm going to put a poll in the show notes because I want to actually gauge like your guys' interest in what kind of topics you'd want for like mini courses and things like that. Anyway, that's a side note. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Facebook group. Um, it's good because there's say? no comment section in podcast. So yeah. it changes things also, especially for like this kind of like more business oriented mm-hmm. podcast. It's really good for people to network. Yeah, definitely. There are people in my uh, like in my pod or Facebook group that I see every day that are like, hey, I'm actually applying for this job. Like, yeah, they can anyone talk- like yeah. college grads who would yeah. normally do it on LinkedIn or whatever yeah. are doing it in Facebook groups. That's too. what I want. That's my goal for honestly this too is I want this community to also be like not just me. Like I want them to be able to meet each other and be like friends with each other or working with mm-hmm. each other or helping each other. I want it to everyone because clearly everyone who listens to a show like this has somewhat you know they may be in different industries with different ideas and different topics they like more than you know another one but if someone is like consistently listening to this show they're going to be very like-minded with the other people that are listening they're gonna want to chat with each other and they can all be each other's resource that's what I love about this type of community honestly building this podcast and starting like working on this has really helped me find kind of like a brand identity that I never felt like I had like this I can like confidently say like no matter what the numbers are for this show people are so engaged like I get Mm -hmm. messages all the time like talking and I mean sometimes for YouTube but it's not the same it's not this is like oh my god I listened to this one episode and it completely changed my outlook on literally everything going for and because that's how I feel when I listen to like business podcasts I'll listen to one episode and like one sentence someone says Mm -hmm. can literally just start this ripple effect in my mind of like whoa I'm like viewing this differently now I'm gonna go try this business thing and this and that and that's what I want people to feel and so it's like no matter what the numbers are I'm always like I don't even care I mean I do care I care (laughs) but you know I I always like want people to just feel inspired and i feel like with with a brand like this and with your podcast too it's like everyone's coming together for one purpose basically yeah i love that um okay well guys we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back Guys, thanks for still being here. I just love this. So, okay, earlier on before the show, we were talking about, I was asking you what you've been into lately, and I know you love business and leadership, and you were talking about how you've been doing some work with kind of identifying your gifts and things like that. I would love to talk about that and, like, yeah, just tell me about that. What is it? How did you get start, like, learning about it or researching it? Or It wasn't something that I intentionally did at all. Um, I... I feel like, okay, so the school that I was at was also part internship. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'm going to like learn more than just at a typical school. But I think I was kind of surrounded. The main reason I even wanted to go to like where I ended up going was because I didn't want to 
like I needed a strong
a like a gift and i think people get really like weird because they're like oh like what am i like yeah talking like whatever about yourself no i feel that i I think that's really valid though like you're a visionary and you realize hey sometimes i'm gonna need other people who are are the executor executor that's not the right whatever who are executing like if you need an admin person because you're playing to your strength which is the overall vision and making sure it's running not like you shouldn't be wasting your time and value on you know making a stupid spreadsheet that someone else could make exactly and that's a huge thing i talk about and that i'm trying to work on is like delegation is like I'm not the person who needs to be doing every little part of this business. And that's also not how a business is going to scale. And yeah, so that's, it's cool. Like realizing that, like how, so how did you like figure out, was it that this, she was kind of telling you like, yo, you're this way. And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Was it like kind of that simple? Yeah. It was kind of that. I think, I know people are like weird about mentors, like love mentors, hey mentors, whatever. And like weird with authority, I've always worked for myself. I mean, I worked, like, young in high school, but pretty much I've always worked for myself. But I am so, like, if someone is older than me, they probably, not all the time, but they probably do know more than you. Mm-hmm. And it's really good to learn from their mistakes. Yes. But I think having someone who's older than you, loves you, wants the best in you, and, like, knows you and can, like, like, she's told me things that I don't love, too, yeah, before. Course, right? You know, course. it's not like I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. But it still is, like, I think just having leadership and learning from people mm-hmm. is so important. I agree 100%. It's so important. And I think that is something, especially in this whole, like, side hustle culture, which is really, mm-hmm. really great. It's so amazing to see people so motivated and, like, wanting to make businesses and stuff. But, one, I think hobbies are really important, too, to mm-hmm. do things that don't involve work, involve work or money. Agreed. I think for both of us, it's working out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really good. Um, but I think it's also, like, I think like authority has become such a weird word and yeah. it's like I I will always for the rest of my life I always want people like over me who are ahead yeah. of me and know me and are older and wiser like yeah. I want to learn from them so it really had I think it was just like we had a relationship and I would like open up and talk to her mm-hmm. and she would be able to do that yeah you totally know? I think that's actually also a really interesting side point about authority and mentors because I 100% agree like once I started working for myself it, it w- there's a difference between not necessarily wanting to like report to someone who's in charge of your decisions mm-hmm. versus having someone who can help you make decisions or yes. who can be you know your voice of reason or just someone to bounce something off of i highly recommend that everyone has people like that in their lives and also you know if you don't have a person like that there are so many you know online courses and resources and facebook groups and places where you can learn podcasts. from other people podcasts yeah. it's like i think that was the biggest pivot in my business life was when I kind of realized that I felt like my brain was turning I literally thought I was like getting dumber I was like I don't have the same type of complex thinking skills because I don't have to do it that often I'm not like learning a new skill like I needed to sharpen my brain and part of doing that was literally just like learning like every day absorbing something whether it's a podcast reading some of a book just like talking to a mentor now I have a business coach it's like amazing just literally knowing like you said that someone cares about what you're doing wants to help you wants to tell you things that you don't want to hear either yeah and you need like I think that everyone needs that I also think especially in business and just in life like getting used to having feedback and getting used to like you know making yourself uncomfortable is so important even doing things like this like recording podcasts and having calls like, sometimes beforehand, I'm just like, oh, I kind of, like, don't want to do this. And then I get there, and I'm like, duh, I want to do this. Yeah. Like, no part of me actually didn't want to. I just feel like I get, like, you can get so comfortable in doing your own thing that 
you're like, uh, maybe not. And then you realize how valuable it is to just talk to more people, have mentors, take the class, do whatever. That's yeah. awesome. So how can I figure out what my – see, okay, I feel like I know I, – I do a lot of self-reflecting. Like I feel like I know myself inside and out. But it's also really interesting to think about like gifts as – like how can you utilize your gift to the best of your ability? Like so if you're a visionary – type of person then it's like okay how did you or if you haven't yet like how do you make sure that in your business and in your decisions every day that you're like playing that role and that you're using those strengths and like like have you kind of thought about that or is it more just like a realization no I mean I'm really big on being practical too so like I think which is very good if you're like a visionary type person because that can mean literally nothing if you don't do something um, as far as you though and your gifts, funny because I feel like we actually talked about this in my yeah. episode. But I think your friends tell you this. Like Morgan has told you this so many times. Like your personality can literally take you the rest of your life. Oh like you're God, literally the funniest you. person ever. Ah! So I think like, but obviously like my eyes keep watering. I'm like it's I'm so okay. sorry, it's, guys. You're just crying because you love this <laughs> so much, guys. I'm so funny that she's just crying her exactly. eyes out. Exactly. <laughs> but I think it's. It's just kind of asking the closest people yeah. to you, like, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Yeah. Um, I'm really big on playing off your strengths. Like, I think you're good at something for a reason, and I don't yeah. think you're ever really made to be used in, like, another way. I think right. you're – not that you can't, like, create yourself and invent yourself and get better at things and learn a new skill. It's just, like – like, play to the strengths. Exactly. For like, sure. You're, if your strengths are, like, so high – like, if your strengths are at, like, 90 and your weaknesses are at 10 and you're yeah. working so hard on your weaknesses, those are only going to get to, like, 30. Totally. And then your strengths can, like, triple, right. you know? No, I feel that if you guys right now are listening and you feel like at all like lost in a direction of what you want to do, which is totally okay, FYI, but something that could be helpful, I did this when I was starting this podcast is I made a list of like, I actually did like literally email friends and family and be like, Mm -hmm. what are my five strengths? What are my five weaknesses? Like, what do you envision me doing? And something that I think is really helpful is making a list of all the skills that you know you have, the things you're good at, and then making a list of the industries that you like, like the things that you're fascinated by even if you don't feel like you know a lot about them now and then see where those things can intersect like where can you take a thing you're good at and like apply it in an industry that you're interested in and the other thing is I think like just when you hit a roadblock or like oh but I don't know how to do this one thing like learn the one thing if it's something or have someone else do it I think that used to stop me a lot like I used to have this series on YouTube I talk about this a lot where I was interviewing strangers in the street. And honestly, it did what you're saying. It encompassed my personality. It was interesting. I wasn't afraid to go up to strangers and ask really uncomfortable things. People loved it. I had like no subscribers and these videos would get like hundreds of thousands of views. And one of my biggest kind of regret, I I really don't regret things in life ever. I don't. One of my biggest, I'll say learning moments. (laughs) You're like, but if I were to, this is literally the one thing. Um, was was that in I knew in that moment that that was a direction I needed to lean into and really capitalize on and like make more of those videos and that I knew I thought that I could grow this brand of like me interviewing people as like my thing because it worked people loved it it showed you know whatever and then what stopped me was literally just something as dumb as like me not figuring out like well I would need someone to film me like consistently every week but like I don't really have the money to pay them but like who would want to and just like not like like now if that were me now at age 27 like having experienced a lot I'd be like girl literally go on your college's Facebook group yeah post it on Instagram anyone will freaking help you people will help you for free if you need like and back then I just let that roadblock like stop me like just stop my action 
if I've learned anything, it's that just don't let a little roadblock like stop you from taking a step forward towards something. This was a side tangent, but um, yeah, but that's really, thank you for saying that my personality, if you have any advice for how I can utilize that, it's so funny because I'm that person that you know and that, you know, I'm like the weirdo. I'm literally the weirdest person on planet earth. And I feel like sometimes YouTube viewers like don't even see that. But then I'm like the total opposite. I'm like talking about business and productivity and being serious. But that's also maybe a gift, you know, combining those types of things like I'm not going to be that stiff, rigid That's CEO type say. person. Yeah. Like if I have a course or if I do a live event or give like do speaking things, it's not going to be this like really formal thing. And maybe that's something that can that'll be what people are attracted to. Yeah. You know? I think with me, I've thought a lot of the times like things that I'm good at kind of contradict. Right. And I've learned that they don't. I just think that we're also in an age where so much is being created and started right now. Mm-hmm. So like. The landscape, like I talk about this all the time, of like one industry is not going to look this way in exactly. even 10 years, you oh, know? Yeah. So that's what I was going to say, like personality-wise. People yeah. who are doing typically like leadership, business, like this sort of thing, they're typically old white guys. Yep. So like yep. you're not that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's true. And I appreciate that. I think that's people, you know, try when I even wanted to make this podcast, like so do you know how many people were like, CEO of what like okay like what do you what even my mom like okay I love my mom and she is so supportive but she even like was like okay but like do you feel like you like are qualified to be like giving people business advice and I was like yes like Mm -hmm. and also I realized everyone at every stage gurus mentors coaches they all like they all question themselves sometimes but it's like if you have anything to offer anyone it doesn't matter if you're at the beginning phases or the end like if you can offer any advice like sometimes I read a book and I'm inspired by a, a tactic and I talk about it on the podcast. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I'm an expert on it. It doesn't mean I invented it. It means I'm being the liaison between something I learned that I think is valuable and the person on the other side of yeah, this Yeah, like podcast. consuming things. Yeah. I think too, like imposter syndrome is so big. Oh yeah. I think that all the time too, especially lately when I've had like bigger opportunities and I'm like, I'm 22. Like I really don't know anything. Like whatever. <laughs> you know more than you think that you know. Absolutely. And also just taking people on the journey. There's a lot yeah. to be said about that because you learn sure. as you go. Oh yeah. And that's so different. Like you don't really get to see like I'm like Shay Mitchell or someone yeah. from start to finish. Right. You see her where she's at now. Right. And like they can talk about that as much as they want, and it's like really helpful. Like so yeah. helpful. You learn so much. But there's something to be said about. Like seeing, that. seeing the whole thing yeah. from start to finish and 100%. people are more loyal to you too. You 100%. Know? And it is weird that we have this whole kind of blowing up overnight phenomenon that happens with some people where it just makes everything feel weirder. Like it's like, oh, oh well, is this working for me mm-hmm. because it's slow and steady where these people are just blowing up overnight. It's like, yeah, seeing the journey I think is so helpful. I like that when I listen to people. And I think that's most of the feedback that I've gotten to on this show has been like, I actually like that you're not – this like unattainable like billionaire CEO mm-hmm. person because then it almost feels like it's harder to take the advice that that person's giving because it's like oh well it's easy for you to stay in that position yeah which I know is also like not completely accurate like those people can give really great yeah. advice but not everyone's in the position to do exactly what they're doing right. so it's helpful when it's like different it's just nice to hear from different perspectives and different yeah. like w- like not walks of life but like people in different no first, areas yeah. of life I guess well and that I like to I want a wide variety of guests even here for example like I want really successful awesome people but I want people also who are struggling like I made my roommate come on the second she quit a job that she'd been trying to quit for two and a half years and she was like emotionally in the weirdest place and I was like that's why I want you on right now Mm -hmm. I want you to talk about this because people experience that and like 
she felt like, oh, my God, why am I here, like, talking about how much I suck right now? And I was like, no, yeah. that's exactly, like, you're, A, you don't suck, but that's exactly what people can connect to and relate to. Yes, very interesting. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Um, I feel like I could talk for 10 years. Yeah, I think I, I just looked too. over at the clock and I'm like, oh, I want to keep talking for a <laughs> lifetime. Well, okay. I feel like this is good. I love you because I feel like we can speak the same language with like we obviously do similar things, but Mm -hmm. we also I can tell we both like really care about building communities and helping people, but also just like being business boss gals. And we need more. I I love this wave of like just having more young females in this type of space and talking about these kind of things. It's awesome. It's like. Oh my god! It like you said, literally the in this industry five years ago so different, so different. Oh my it's god! It's the most comforting thing ever though because I'm oh, like yeah. I don't even know if I want to do that, but five years from now there'll be something else that yeah, I want to do. Yeah, no, you know? that's actually yeah. such a good because I was gonna ask you like I know you were saying don't really have the like you know five year plan this that, but like when you have your vision for kind of your business like and what you ultimately forever not want it you know that obviously it's gonna change all the time, but what is what do you think of when you kind of think okay. Where where is my life path, my trajectory going with this? So I also, like, I think just being in digital stuff, it's so hard to even know because I'm like, I don't know what it's going to be in 10 years. I think I'll always, I think I will own businesses. Like, I have a lot of ideas that I thought were for other people that I'm like, okay, I may actually do that. Like, that sounds good. My main thing right now is I just want to graduate college and then start something else because it will, at that point, if I add something else right now, it will get to the point where it's too much and, like, I'm not doing anything well. Yeah. But I think I'll always, like, be creating communities. I think I'll probably do a lot more... I don't want to say public speaking in the sense of, like, a motivational right. type thing, but I want to do, like, like live doing live shows. Events. Yeah, yeah I want to do live events. Um, I definitely want to do more business-based things. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, like... I have this whole vision for so many things that I want to do, but I think I'm just going to have my hands in a lot of things. I would even almost want to do just for fun and for people I'm really passionate about like I would love to do like some sort of consulting yeah for sure but I don't want that like I don't think I'm gonna end up being a consultant I think I'm gonna always do what I'm doing to like a larger yeah. scale but even like let's say with your Facebook group let's say you said hey I'm opening a beta group of like 10 of you can schedule like a 30 minute weekly call with me or maybe not that's a lot of people but like yeah you know to see to be like hey you can ask me whatever you want for 30 minutes like that could be really interesting. I've thought about things like that, too, where I, I used to do one-on-one consulting, but it's it's a lot putting, like, a lot of time and energy into one thing, and I want to be able to scale it more, not only, of course, for, like, the revenue streams and, and the bigger income, but actually to, like, help more people, yeah. like, actually scaling online and helping more than just one, you know? Yeah. Um, that's awesome, though. I think, I mean, no matter what you do, it's going to continue to be successful. And I think the last finishing point, this is random, but I need your advice on this, and I think maybe other people would, too. When you're talking about, like, kind of adding different things in, and I know it was, like, YouTube, and then you have your merch, and you have, and I know you have a team, kind of, and, you know, your network and all that. What is your strategy in terms of time management when you add something new? Like, if you, like, when you added the podcast, how did you work like how did you figure out like okay I can take this on and here's how I'm gonna make sure that I can still because I feel like you were already pretty busy so it's like did you move things around like what did you because I struggle with that sometimes I want to add something in and then I feel like I get behind on like everything Mm -hmm. but that's just a weakness of mine I get overwhelmed really easily I think as far as time management goes the fact that I've been doing like the work side of my life 
the whole in the entire time I've had school has actually been really helpful yeah because it's forced me to be even better at time management right I like like people are like oh I live by my google calendar I'm like no like I literally live by my google calendar to the point where like 30 minute blocks like sometimes if I'm really busy that day I'll be like okay 30 minutes for this I set timers yeah. I always do that when I clean and I was like oh I need to do that when I'm actually working because it mm-hmm. helps a ton that's true um as far as adding on the podcast like specifically I started it it launched September of 2018 in that summer before I went with my network I was planning on doing it in seasons and I was gonna mm-hmm pre-record all summer and then have them like your batch record all summer right. and then have them all for like Go the out. first season so right. i wouldn't have to do it in school because i would not have been able to do it edit it do everything myself like there was just right. no way i could do it so i was like i'm gonna do it in the summer i ended up meeting with my network signed with them and they developed the show right so with that being said like i don't think i wouldn't have been able to do it weekly also something i haven't mentioned is i on any given day i have like five to six videos already pre-uploaded to my youtube channel yeah. so i just make them live whenever i do How? that's my biggest How thing because i vlog a lot so it's yeah. easier a That's lot of good. my stuff is vlog based so it yeah. makes it all easier podcasts like right now we have 10 episodes at least pre-recorded yeah. and i'm recording like three or four more this week wow that, I, I need to get on her level guys it's so helpful <laughs> though especially with podcasts because if i don't do that and i'm i don't like people who are like oh i need to go in and record or whatever i if i didn't have it planned out yeah i would just throw something together yeah. and i wouldn't like i i couldn't do that but it's like batch recording and pre-recording has been what's allowed me to like do all this and yeah. not be so stressed out because yeah. I already had the stuff ready. Right. I do you have do, like specific like editing days? Like, okay, this day I'm just editing all the stuff that I just filmed like over the last two weeks or whatever. It's not because my studio schedule is not set because right. it depends on the guest. Oh, I see. I but like my Google Calendar is set for the next week at all time. So like yesterday I was like, okay, two years two hours of editing. I have an editor sometimes. Like if I have a sit down video, yeah. she'll edit that. I edit all my vlogs because they're like too personal for me yeah. to like hand it over to someone. Um, I don't edit my podcast. Like I yeah. don't actually do a lot of the back end right, stuff. Right. So that's good. Um, as far as like delegating, I I've gotten better at delegating as far as like an it's editor hard. or I hired someone, I just started a newsletter, which is really cool. Yeah. You should do that actually. Yeah. I'm a really good girl if you want someone. But um even that stuff, like that was really helpful like I hired her and she's like now I'm like oh my god I'll always use her for graphics she's yeah. so good she set up everything and even today like I was like okay what can I do better and I'm like my Instagram for my podcast is trash it gets so bad there needs to be like I love how do you know what Mayfair group is yeah they are brilliant they're literally a PR company that has turned it into a community somehow like yep. if you're gonna that's I know amazing. I was amazing I'm like dang it's so good I was with yeah. Sam Sam's been on my podcast but I was with Sam this weekend and I was like you guys are literally killing it but then I was thinking about it. And I'm like, I like their Instagram is such a big inspiration for like mm-hmm. running my Instagram for that. So I have all these ideas. So even then I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do takeover. So I like was like, oh, this graphic designer, things like that. Yeah. Like I'm going to run it, but people are going to do a lot mm-hmm. more. So I think delegating my Google calendar, mm-hmm. I do time block. I'm a huge time blocker. Yeah. All that Yeah. Stuff. Cause I feel like the times that I get ahead with the batching, I feel like I then accidentally too not even because I'm like lazy I just feel like I then feel too cush with like okay now I have time Mm -hmm. instead of like already thinking about the next group of things that's what I feel like so then I end up like not even that far ahead but that's I think just a problem where the second I get ahead I need to just still operate normally because then it's the same amount of work you're just not stressing out doing it exactly I just treat it like normal I don't treat it like I'm ahead right yeah that's that's I think what I've had a weakness with as I'm like oh cool I just did like in December Mm -hmm. I had so oh my god I literally had so many videos I was like not sleeping I was working so hard I was like so proud of myself I 
finished so many videos and for the first time ever I literally over Christmas like stood there and did nothing for a mm -hmm. week like nothing and it felt so, so good. good and then I got back and I was like whoa I'm still ahead with videos and I, granted I think I, I was a little too lax but then I got sick so it's like now I feel like I'm not behind but just hardly there yeah. <laughs> but anyway no that's really good advice and I think you're killing it I'm so glad we were able to do this and we should definitely do like in another however many months like another episode on whatever yeah. i want to see i don't know we'll talk about something we'll figure it out guys where or kenzie where can people find you and your podcast and everything well i'll link her podcast in the show notes and her instagram thank you, what thank else you, you want to join um, her facebook group join her uh newsletter yeah, there's plug, a lot plug um, away okay <laughs> it's kenzie elizabeth on twitter instagram youtube i love you so much podcast there's an instagram facebook group all of i'll that. just link it yeah, all just... i'll link it all um <laughs> And then, yeah, have fun with the move. But you'll Thank be back, you. so I don't have to say permanently bye. Are you going to Coachella? I don't know. It's a great question. I feel weird about it this year. Yeah, I get I feel that. like I just don't actually love it that much. I like other festivals more. Because I'm, like, I don't super – yeah. I'm about the literal music, and I feel like – Every time I've gone has been just not so much about the music. And I'm like, why am I doing But it, I, I mean, it's use fun. it as an excuse because all of my closest, like, YouTube friends, none of them live in L.A., really. Mm. So oh, I use it. Here. Yeah. It's like that's our true. reunion. That is so true. that's the only reason. Like, I would not be going yeah, if it wasn't for them. Like, yeah. I would not go to Coachella. I would rather yeah. go somewhere else. No, you know? same. I feel like I love other festivals more. And it's, like, so overwhelming. Just yeah. so many people. But if I do go, I'll see you there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thanks and for having me. Guys, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Self-Made CEO podcast on iTunes. And obviously, you can find it anywhere. Tell a friend about it today. Tell a friend to go take a listen if you've made it this far and you're still here. I just love you. Um, but I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.